morning, everyone. Can you hear me? Yep. All right. Okay. Uh, this is our second week in our uh, Wise series, and uh, today we're doing Money Wise. Today we're talking about money. Uh, we didn't tell you that last week, um, and I'm pleased to see we had a full church. I'm not sure if that's because you didn't know <coughs> uh, that we were going to be talking about that. Um, my instinct, as I watched people walk in this morning, because we had some people visiting who don't normally come here to community church, my instinct is to apologize to you up front that you happen to arrive on a week where we're going to be talking about money. But I've learned now um, not to do that because the reasons that we want to do that are all ungodly. Because this is the Word of God. And this is good and right for us. And whatever God says about this, is life, is life to our bones, is life to our lives and stuff. So I'm really glad, if you're, even if you're only visiting here, that you get to hear wisdom from God today. Hmm. Let's remind ourselves of this. Wisdom. Uh, fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. And this one, those who trust in their own insight are foolish but anyone who walks in wisdom is safe. So, that's on the next, there we go. So, we've got to get our heads around this, this, this truth of wisdom. What is wisdom? Wisdom is God's will and ways in our lives. Because if you don't have, a, when you say fear of the Lord, that kind of respect and awe, and God is there and I am here. God is God, and I am I'm not. Uh, God sets the, all the parameters of this world in its place, and God knows the best way for life to happen. That is, uh, I acknowledge God's place and my place in this scenario. That is the foundation of wisdom, um, as opposed to my own insight. Because if I just trust my own insight, that's foolish. But if I walk in wisdom, as opposed to my own insight, wisdom from that kind of, let's put God in the right place in our lives. Now last week Pete introduced this uh, topic and we had our six characters. Uh, remember the balloons if you were here last week? We had the simple, the fool, the mocker. And over here we had the, the wise, the discerning, the upright. And how these uh, characters are kind of all the way through Proverbs. And they are. Um, but, um, but when it comes to money... They're not mentioned, so <laughs> I couldn't put the balloons back up that way. Um, now, remember this. In Proverbs, we're talking about principles, not promises. So when, when Proverbs says, train up a child in the way they should live, and when they're old, they won't depart from it, that's not a promise. That's principle. That is, if you, if you teach your kids the right stuff, in principle, that will help them to not depart from it when they're old. You can't go, here's my promise from God that because I did the right thing, he has to deliver on the outcome uh, that way. So these are principles, not promises. That's important for what we're talking about today because um, there's a lot of principles around money that are, not, that are definitely not promises. I'll get back into that a little later. Here's our first principle in money. Uh, wisdom is far better than money. Is our first one. So, joyful is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gains understanding. For wisdom is more profitable than silver, and her wages are better 
than gold. And this one, choose my instruction rather than silver and knowledge rather than pure gold. For wisdom is far more valuable than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with it. Or this, how much better to get wisdom than gold and good judgment than silver? And this, wise words are more valuable than much gold and many rubies. And this, better to be poor and honest than to be dishonest and rich. And here's my favourite. Fathers can give their sons an inheritance of houses and wealth, but only the Lord can give an understanding wife. (laughs) 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 Praise God for my understanding wife. (laughs) So wisdom is better than money. There's the first principle. You can lock that in. Here's the second one. Wisdom brings money. Wisdom brings money. This is wisdom uh, personified in uh, Proverbs 8. This is wisdom's cry that everyone can hear. The loud cry, I love all who love me, wisdom says. Those who search will surely find me. I have riches and honour, as well as enduring wealth and justice. My gifts are better than gold, even the purest gold. My wages better than sterling silver. I walk in righteousness, in paths of justice. Those who love me inherit wealth. I will fill their treasuries, says wisdom. And true humility and fear of the Lord lead to riches, honour and long life. So here's this principle, wisdom brings money. Now, not all the wise are loaded. And external circumstances, they play a huge role. There are several people I know well who are in situations where their um, ex-husbands have arranged their finances so they don't have to pay any child support at all. And so we've got women in our church family who get nothing and they scrape by just week to week, just. They're not unwise, just somebody else's sin has impacted their life so they don't have money. And there are all kinds of external circumstances that contribute to difficulty with finances. Um, There's illnesses and there's injuries and um, all kinds of things that people can do to you that way. Uh, When we talk about wisdom here, the principle applies to my decisions about my life. And really, um, this is my kind of, this is how I look at this in my head when I pray, God, I want to be wise with money. Let me not be the architect of my own poverty. Right? You got that? That's wisdom. And remember this. Rich people may think they are wise, but a poor person with discernment can see right through them. (laughs) So you think of that person right now. Yeah. Uh, wisdom brings money is a principle we can apply to our own life. To be wise with money will stop me from you know, destroying myself in this way. How does wisdom bring money? As we read through Proverbs, we'll see some habits that build wealth when we apply God's wisdom. I'll just run through a few here, like this example. Lazy people are soon poor. Hard workers get rich. You go, duh. Well, there's wisdom from God right there. So if you go, here's, here's, your, here's your, um, your, uh, 
simple, you fool, you mocker, and here's your wise and discerning and upright. Lazy people, hard workers. Um, it's further illustrated here in Proverbs 24. I walked by the field of a lazy person, the vineyard of one with no common sense. I saw that it was overgrown with nettles, it was covered with weeds, and its walls were broken down. Then, as I looked and thought about it, I learned this lesson. A little sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, then poverty will pounce on you like a bandit and scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. So this is just about laziness here. But, um, but notice this bit in the middle. Um, then as I looked and I thought about it, I learned this lesson. This is what we're doing now, isn't it? I'm going to look and I'm going to think about it and learn this lesson. There's two ways to learn in life. One is your own pain and the other is somebody else's pain when they write it down and you learn before you have to do that. So this wisdom, straight from God for us, don't be lazy, work hard. There's heaps more as you read through Proverbs, like, you know, the fool over here just talks and talks and talks and talks about what they're going to do. Um, the wise just get on with it. Uh, the fool does hasty shortcuts, just trying to cut corners. Uh, the wise takes time to plan, does good planning. The fool craves for pleasure and for luxury and for, a, and, and for wine, actually. There's a lot of that in Proverbs. And the wise is diligent and has a strong work ethic. The fool is after quick, uh, get-rich-quick schemes. The wise invests in regular savings over time. The fool chases fantasies. The wise works hard. The, the fool spends whatever they get, and the wise build money over time. And there's lots more around that. Barry uh, is preaching in a few weeks, and he'll unpack all of that when we do work wise. And we talk about how to be wise in our work that way. So here's our first principle. Wisdom brings money. It's summed up in this proverb, the blessing of the Lord makes a person rich and he adds no sorrow with it. That is, uh, no skeletons in the closet, no regrets, no ripping anyone off, just wise living, doing right by others and being a blessing to everyone around us directed by God. Wise wealth with no sorrow. That's our second principle. Wisdom brings Money. Now, the problem is that once we have money, we're tempted to trust it. And here's the third principle for this morning. It is foolish to trust in money. The rich think of their wealth as a strong defense. They imagine it to be a high wall of safety. Don't they? Don't I? <laughs> Don't we? What makes us feel safe? If you ask somebody, how, how secure are you? Do you put a dollar figure on that? If you say, um, have you got, a, you got enough for your retirement? You think I'm talking about money. Um, or what will you need to be safe when you retire? And you put a dollar figure on that too. The rich think of their wealth as a strong defense. They imagine it to be a high wall of safety. But in the blink of an eye, wealth disappears. It will sprout wings and fly away like an eagle. Well, this one's even more explicit. Trust in your money and down you go. But the godly flourish 
like leaves in a spring. And so you could lose your wealth in this life, easy as anything. But you might not, but the greater cold, stark reality is this. Riches won't help on the day of judgment. But right living can save you from death. See, God provides for us and he calls us to live right, to look to his wisdom and to live wise, discerning and upright lives. And it's foolish to view money as anything other than provision from God towards right living. Money is is just a tool for right living. Let's have a look at a few proverbs that highlight what happens in society where money is held high. So these are straight from Proverbs. See if these describe life in Australia for you. Proverbs 18, that the poor plead for mercy and the rich answer with insults. Wealth makes many friends and poverty drives them all away. The poor are despised even by their neighbours while the rich have many friends. The relatives of the poor despise them. How much more will their friends avoid them? Though the poor plead with them, their friends are gone. And just as the rich rule the poor, so the borrower is servant to the lender. And greed causes fighting. It's trusting the Lord that leads to prosperity. Uh, and the, I like this one. Some who are poor pretend to be rich and others who are rich pretend to be poor. That's, that's true. Why? Why? Because money's... Money is the way we kind of evaluate the, the relative worth of people around us. So depending on how I want to be kind of understood or perceived in this environment, I will uh, elevate my, the, the feeling of how wealthy I am or, or depreciate it because you kind of need to. In fact, it's, it's impolite in our society to tell someone how much money you earn or how much money you have. I can tell you how many kids I have. That's no problem. I can tell you what my football team is, kangaroos. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you, I, I can tell you um, what I like to do for my hobbies. I can tell you all about my health. Um, I can tell you about my exercise routine or lack thereof or my diet or whatever. And you, that doesn't matter so much in society. But I start talking about my money, you're like, whoa, whoa. Because it's the way we keep score. It's very personal to us. It's an it's a, it's a issue of self-worth and others' worth. That's why some people pretend to be something or other, or other uh, with their money. That's also why a poor person's farm may produce much food, but injustice sweeps it all away. And we read those and you go, that's just the way of the world. Right, because that's happening all around us, and you can point to other countries where it's even worse that way, where there's sort of less regulation and compliance around those things. But that is where the human heart goes with money, left unchecked, because we're still simple and foolish with our money, and it's all the result of wrong living. We become immune to it because we're caught up in it. 
Our society is based on greed and accumulation and what is mine, and we're used to assessing other people on the basis of how much money they have. Here's a reality check from God. The rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord made them both. (laughs) The poor and the oppressor have this in common. The Lord gives sight to the eyes of both. And this, it's a sin to belittle one's neighbour. Blessed are those who help the poor. Those who mock the poor insult their maker. And those who rejoice at the misfortune of others will be punished. And those who oppress the poor insult their maker. But helping the poor honours him. If you just go back the last month in your life, take a good, honest look at yourself in the light of your current connection with God. That is, God, while we're in relationship and, I can, and I'm talking to you and I can experience this relationship, can we together go back over my life for the last month or so and tell me where I've oppressed the poor or mocked the poor in my life? It's a, it's a really healthy exercise. Because <laughs> I don't want to insult God Riches won't help you on the day of judgment, but right living can save you from death. So here's principle number four. Money is just a tool for right living. Money is just a tool. The wise use it to live right. There's so many proverbs on this, just a few here. Um, As I was studying them, uh, here's my little mantra that I wrote for me. You don't have to like it. I liked it. It's helpful. This is what I say to myself. Open up your eyes. Money is just a tool Life through the hands of the wise, death in the clutch of a fool. So that kind of summed up all of these um, proverbs around the use of money, for me. They're my words, you don't have to write that down. So how do we use this tool of money to live right? First this, uh, Proverbs 3, Honour the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. Then he'll fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. Now, scripturally, there is this principle. Now, I don't want to get legalistic about this, but there is this principle of give to God first. So, I get money, money comes to me and I'm holding it. I'm now a steward of this money. Everything I have is a gift from God. So, the provision that comes into my household or or to me, so now I am stewarding this money, the first part, the best part, before I do anything else with that money, some of that goes back into the work that God wants me to put it into, away from me. 10% goes away from me. Of everything, 10% goes away from me. That's a principle. And that is how we honour, that is part of the way we honour the Lord with our wealth. It's a recognition that, God, you provide for me. I don't need to grab stuff. Right? The direction of my life doesn't go me sucking resources from around me. It goes from me being amply provided for by everything that I need from you and it comes to, to me and out that way. And I trust you for my provision. That's why this is how I honour you in that just 10% goes straight away. And that goes, God's in his place in my life with my money and I'm in my place where I need to be to fear the Lord, to be wise with my money. 
if you are not currently losing 10% of, of the money that comes to you, then you are not living in wisdom. And that's not a... That's not a um, it's, I don't mean that to be a guilt thing. This is life. This is life for your bones and for mine. This is not me wanting to take anything off you. God does not take anything off us. He gives us life. Money is just a tool for right living. And we've got to honor God first. So if currently you can't because you're most of us have done this because we're, we're mortgaged up or we've got debts everywhere and our credit cards are full and you just can't do that. Just take a step towards that. Because one of the principles of right living is lose the first 10 for someone other than you. Trust God. Honor our provider. Uh, here's more on how do we use this tool of money to live right. Proverbs 11, give freely and become more wealthy. Be stingy and lose everything. The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Blessed are those who are generous because they feed the poor. Whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing, but those who close their eyes to poverty will be cursed. It's interesting in Proverbs, isn't it? There's all this stuff on how wealth builds money. And then there's all this stuff on how are you supposed to use it? <laughs> um, and it's all away from us. And this too, don't rob the poor just because you can. Uh, in our societies, we systematize greed. It's kind of, it's around us that way. Um, you know, there's set kind of fees for so much stuff it's all regulated and um, that sort of thing so it's difficult so it's, it's kind of I don't blame anyone for this I, I used to be a physio and you'd be in these professional situations where you're looking at someone who is poor they might be a single mum or someone who's on a very low wage or has lots of kids or whatever just they've got no money and they're struggling how am I going to pay this professional debt and you're in your fancy car going back to your fancy house and you are helping them with a really merciful payment plan until they can cough up the last cent. Now, don't rob the poor just because you can. Uh, there's something in me that goes, what? we, we kind of go, oh, it's just the system. But you don't have to. Like, we don't have to. There's a, last year, I um, heard this story. There's a plumber, a local plumber here, Christian company and they were fixing this lady's house and she was very grateful because if your plumbing's off at your house you're in trouble right and um and so they were fixing her um, house up and then she was just rest struggling with oh they've been here for ages now and she's imagining the dollars just going bing 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 in her head that way and then i found out she was a widow and didn't have much money and so they went oh i didn't realize you're a widow a widow we follow jesus we don't charge widows and they left It's awesome. Like, this is not, hopefully for you, this is inspiration and not guilt. You just work out with God what it means for you. Don't rob the poor just because you can.
or exploit the needy in court. For the Lord is their defender and he will ruin anyone who ruins them. And this one, don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. I'll say that again. Don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. Just in case you missed that. Don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. Yep. That'd be awesome if you had that on a billboard, you know, driving into the, um, the city or alongside the train. God says, don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. It would save so much pain and heartache and family breakdown and all kinds of stuff in our society if we heard this wisdom from God. Be wise enough to know when to quit. And such is the fate of all who are greedy for money. It robs them of life. Um, I've done this heaps of times. I like this illustration. It helps. If you won a million dollars... That would be a problem for you. And most of you think, I wouldn't mind having a problem like that. And that's the problem. Because greed robs us of life. This clutching after money, it robs us of life. This desire to just have the next thing, it robs us of life. This feeling that we are worth what we have. It rob- Jesus says, life does not, does not exist in the abundance of your possessions. It does not. Greed, it robs us of life. And it, and it divides us as people because the person you're looking at, they are a person just like you and they are made an image of God just like you. And like me. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much money they have. It has no bearing on their worth or their value or their importance. Because we're all important, but we're not more important. So we've got to get out. This is the, the kind of worldview that wisdom brings us to, where, where money is just a tool. It's life through my hands or it's death in my clutches. So let's be quick to give money to bring life to others and let's do it now. Don't withhold good from those who deserve it when it's in your power to help them. If, it's in, if, if you can help your neighbour now, don't say, come back tomorrow and then I'll help you. So here's our four big principles on Money Wise today. Wisdom is far better than money. Wisdom brings money. It's foolish to trust money. And money is just a tool for right living. Now, let me finish with this proverb. This one uh, is helpful because it goes to the desire. It goes to the kind of wise desire that God wants us to have around money. Oh God, this is Proverbs 30. Oh God, I beg two favors from you. Let me have them before I die. First, Help me never to tell a lie. Second, give me neither poverty nor riches. Give me just enough to satisfy my needs. For if I grow rich, I may deny you and say, Who's the Lord? 
And if I'm too poor, I may steal and thus thus insult God's holy name. You hear the heart of that? God, grant me this favor. Grant me this favor. I want you. I want you, God. I want to know life the way you've given it to us. I want to be... I want that kind of wisdom in my life and I don't want money to trip me up or the lack thereof. Uh, my best friend, he's a, he was a doctor. He just done his... his, his um, they do a consultancy exam. It's a big deal. And so they've been, he's been a registrar for a while and then he's going to do a consultancy exam and he's going to be an emergency physician. Anyway, I was walking with him along the street. I've told this story before. His, his wage was about to jump from 80 grand to 300 grand a year something like that. And he said this, I'm worried for my heart. Um, And I said, you don't have to keep it. (laughs) And he didn't. He kept his wage at about 80 and he gave the rest away. And then when he moved into pastoral ministry, he didn't have to shift his lifestyle at all. That's this prayer. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Just help me to follow you, God. I just want you. I just want you. Um, here's one of the big things in this whole area. Because we're in, a, we're, in a, we're in a country where you can accumulate wealth, and most of us expect to actually uh, accumulate wealth uh, that way, you, just, you don't have to. This is the wisdom from God. Like everything you get, you don't have to keep it. If you get a pay rise, you don't have to keep it. If you've got a big kind of, you know, if you've got a holiday house, you don't have to keep it. I, I just want to put this thought into our mind here about wisdom from God. The accumulation is not wise. The guy said, I'm just going to build a barns and then bigger barns and then bigger barns and then um, bigger barns. Now, I'm not talking about being a good steward and providing for your future. And we all do that. We're doing that too. This is a heart issue around what do I want this money for? Like what is, what is going on in my heart before God here? And, I, and I, I want us just to be in a place where we're willing to say, God, this, I don't, I don't need to be rich. In fact, I don't need money to be an issue for me. I don't want money to be an issue for me. I just, I want, I want to use this tool that you've given me for right living because I want you, God. I want you. Let's pray. Father, I pray that you would move in our hearts and help us um, to see really clearly just what the next step is for us in this place. How do we get wise with our money? How do we trust the wisdom that you're bringing to us in this area of our lives? How do we trust you and not, not our finances, not our, not our stack, not our nest egg? God, uh, show us what that means for us. Show us how to be, show us how to be hard workers. Show us how to uh, to honour you in the way we do our lives and in the way we save and and help us to honour you too, God, in in using this tool for right living. God, you know each of us. You know each of our hearts. You know each of our situations, and you know what we need to hear here. And I pray that you would give us open hearts for your truth and your wisdom this morning in Jesus' name.